What's up, everybody? So this is going to be a quick episode. So the thing is, is there's been a lot of hoopla about slap fighting. Um, here's my thought process on it. Um, and there's there's a couple couple points. Here's the thing: what people have to understand is the UFC is owned is pretty much a public company. It's owned. It's pretty. It's owned by. It's not owned by Dana. Dana White, of course, is the COO. Yes, he is, but he is not the owner. That is the thing people have to understand. Excuse me. It's a public company. Okay, Dana White doesn't own it. He's the CEO, but he doesn't own it. All right, that goes to whoever or whatever it is. I believe the company is WMMG or MME or whatever their name is. Um, they own it. And since it's a public company, there's a lot of people who unfortunately have their hands in the who can, as I always said, jizz in the sauce. This decision for the slap fighting was not made by Dana. It was made by people above Dana. That's what people have to understand. You know, that that's what people have to understand. If some person some investor or whoever it is who has a part ownership in the ufc says hey we should invest in slap fighting you know then guess what's going to happen you know they're going to invest in slap fighting and dana white he can argue for it he can um dana can argue dana you know dana white can argue against it he could fight it but at the end of the day that that's the issue when your company goes public is you have all these people. That's what happens when your company goes public and is owned by people who don't understand the fight business or how the, the fight world works or how stupid, you know, something like slap fighting is, you know, it's like the, it's, it's kind of like what's going on with, you know, superhero movies and sci it's going on with like superhero movies and sci-fi, you know, like we're seeing with star Wars and, you know, Marvel and DC is you have a lot of people right now stepping in thinking that they know or understand, you know, the business that they under know and understand the business when they don't. They just clearly they, they when they clearly don't, but they think they do because they're they're a part owner or to some degree. You know, that that's just the gist of it. So you know, and that's, and that's pretty much what this is. This is not, you know, I know everybody likes to blame Dana White because he's the face, but the truth of the matter is Dana White doesn't have a, doesn't have a say. Okay. The UFC is owned by different people. Um, it's a public company for one. Uh, this is not the, yeah, this is a little different. You know, this is a little, you know, I mean, this is a little different you know this is not how it was if this if the fertitas had owned the ufc you would never see something like this but the ufc isn't owned by the fertitas anymore it's owned by a completely different group of people who clearly think that slap fighting is a good addition you know this is but 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 it isn't my surprise you know that you know like i said we're seeing this with superhero movies where we're seeing projects that you know, where we're seeing projects being invested into that have no business being invested into. We're seeing projects that have great, that have, that have, that are great and bring a lot of worth being shut down, aka the Snyderverse, you know, I mean, aka, I mean, the Snyderverse, you know, is a good example, you know, and, and we got fucking James Gunn, who is, 
you know, who's brought in and that, and I'm gonna make an episode on that in a moment, but, um, but yeah, you know, we got James Gunn who's running the show and, you know, James Gunn who's apparently running the show and I'll make an episode on that. Like I said, I'll make an episode on that in a moment, but the point being is, is this is not necessarily a decision made by Dana. This was made by people above Dana. And if Dana had the ability to stop it, he would stop it. I mean, this is just a bunch of people who think I know that who just who don't know who who just want to jizz in the sauce and think they have a good idea and it's really a bad idea. And of course, there's a good chance this will and depending how stubborn those people are, there's a good chance that the slap fighting will continue. Um, the other thing is, too, is all the other part of it is Josh Barnett hit it right on the head. When he said the commission can allow slap fighting, but they can't allow pride rules. And I absolutely agree with that. That is that is. And and he sums up the hypocrisy of the athletic commission. The fact that they can sanction slap fighting, but sanctioning pride rules, you know, one night tournaments for MMA, 12 to six elbows are banned they can't sanction those things, but they could sanction slap fighting is ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And it just goes to show you how, I mean, it just, like I said, it just goes to show you how dumb people are and how just <laughs> no matter where you go, no matter where you what organization you're in, there's always some level of stupid, some level of stupid people who just make stupid decisions and do some dumb things. And this is one of them. You, slap fighting is okay, but pride rules are not. Soccer kicks are not. 12 to 6 elbows are not. You know, having a 10 minute round is not, but you're okay with slap fighting. <laughs> I mean, it's just, oh, this is, uh, it is great. But all in all, this is just one of those, it's one of those things, you know, it, it's just one of those things that makes me laugh. And it, it's just, it's, it's just, it, man, oh, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be an interesting couple of months. And you know what? And fuck making another episode. I'm gonna just get to the meat and potatoes. James Gunn is in charge of the of the uh, charge of the DC universe, and the truth of the matter is, this is here's the thing people need to understand with that, and it's real. It's real simple. Just because he was successful. With guard of a one group of superheroes, just because he was successful with one group of superheroes doesn't mean he's going to be successful with an entire franchise. Okay, let or, let, me, let me repeat that again, but I'm gonna change it up because that may be too confusing for you guys. Just because he was successful in one franchise doesn't mean he's going to be successful in another. People have to understand Marvel and DC are not the same. They are different, okay? And just because he was successful in Guardians doesn't mean he's going to be successful in DC, all right? I mean, the fact that he fired Henry Cavill, the fact that he fired Henry Cavill and is going to go with the black Superman, which no one wanted, is is just tells you that in itself, all right? It, it tells you that in itself. I mean... Just look at the suicide. Just look at the Suicide Squad. You know the Suicide Squad too, the movie that he did. 
It wasn't that great of a movie. It was literally the exact same film. It, it was the, literally the exact same film that David Ayer made with the first one. He just did. He it was the exact same film that David Ayer, David Ayer made with the first one. The only difference was James Gunn was tied to it, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so new and it's so amazing." And that's the reason why people are giving James Gunn so much praise and saying that he knows what he's doing is because of recency bias that that's the reason why it's it, it has nothing to do with can he do the job good can he do it right it just has to do with it he's a popular name it has to do with popularity it has nothing to do with can he do the job is he the best person for the job it's all about popularity he's a popular name with a, connected to a popular franchise, so just so just by default, people are going to assume that he's going to do su- super great things with DC. But anybody with common fucking sense can tell you that him do that can tell you that just off of watching the Suicide Squad two movie that he did. It, it's there, there's not a lot of hope, you know, <laughs> and then especially with the decisions that have been made recently with the firing of Cavill and, the, you know, the scrapping of projects. Not so good. Not so good. I mean, the truth of the matter is Zack Snyder had it right. The movies, Zack Snyder had it right. The vision was the best way to go. The, the Snyder verse was what the fans wanted. It's what, you know, it's what the fans wanted. Henry Cavill was people wanted Henry Cavill to be Superman. It is just that's what the fans wanted. But Warner Brothers are so let I'm just gonna flat out say it. But Warner Brothers are just so damn are just so goddamn retarded and so stubborn that they can't even admit that this guy was right and that you know and that they should have went with his vision. They're so stubborn that they're gonna hire a guy who honestly, I mean who, who, when they gave him a chance, didn't make that great of a movie in their franchise to begin with, expecting him to do better than Zack Snyder did. And it's like, and people could sit there and say that his movies weren't good, but once again, there's like, but once again, I would love to have someone show me proof that the Man of Steel movie, Dawn of Justice, his Justice League movie, how, how are they not good? You know, so far everything and and so far there's and there so far it's all of the negativity about his movies with DC have been debunked. So I would love to see. I mean, I mean, so people trying to say the movies weren't good are once again, it just comes down to you're either a Marvel fanboy or you're just another fucking casual who doesn't who doesn't appreciate who, who you're the type of person who go, who you'll clap to anything, you know, exactly. I mean, you're either a Marvel fanboy or you're a fucking casual that'll clap to anything because any, the, the, any, like there's no, all, there's no proof that those movies were bad. There was no proof whatsoever that those movies were bad whatsoever. You know, and it's been it's been debunked multiple times. But this just goes to show you how stubborn DC and Warner Brothers are. This goes to show you how stubborn Warner Brothers is trying to be because they don't want to admit that this guy had it right. They don't want to give what the fans want. They want to keep giving you shit that they want to keep giving things the fans don't want. And this is most likely going to be dead in the water. If not dead in the water, it's going to be very stale. 
you know, this is, this is most likely going to be dead in the water. If not dead in the water, it's going to be stale. But of course, you're going to have a lot of Marvel fanboys and a lot of dick riding casuals clap their fans and say, oh my God, James Gunn saved the DC universe, even though he did it. They're only saying that because he's James Gunn and he's a popular name. But what are you going to do? I mean, I mean, what, what, what are you going to do? I mean, it, it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, because the the Snyder the, the Snyder cut of Justice League proved that that was the right way to go. It proved that that's what the fans wanted, you know, the numbers, everything. But they still wanted to, but they still wanted to be assholes about it. So I don't know. It just it is what it is. But um, but overall, I mean. But overall, like I said, but but overall, I mean, we'll see. But like I said, James Gunn, but, but like I said, James Gunn, the only reason people think James Gunn is a great choice is because of his popularity, not because of him being the best person for the job. And the, and at the end of the day, and with the recent firings and how not good Suicide Squad 2 was, yeah, I don't have hope. I don't have hopes for it, and I don't expect it to end well I don't expect it to go well I mean the signs are kind of there you know and then of course you got to think his little speech he gave on Twitter about how he had to make certain decisions and blase 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 and I'm not gonna go through I'll read all that but pretty much in his words he's saying fuck you I'm just gonna do what I want and um you're just gonna eat it because I'm James Gunn and that's I mean <laughs> yeah So we just got this uh, announcement, I guess, kind of uh, James Gunn coming out and talking about DC, what's in it for their future with this new re universe, let's say, uh, live action. Now, that came out of that bunch of bunch of movies. I, we'll talk about some of this, this today, but I think what wasn't discussed is more of what I like to focus on that gives you kind of a glimpse into the future. Now, look, this stuff is worth covering because not just because I'm obviously a competitor, not in the movie sense, but, you know, in the comic book brand. So you have to look at the industry exactly like that. What's being put out there, what's being produced, because it impacts everybody. Right, for better or worse, for better or worse, it's going to impact pretty much the entire industry because these are where the big budgets are at. This is where all the money is being spent on this material. So it's going to have some level of impression on other individuals. So it's worth keeping up with be your competitor, customer, it doesn't really matter. But with this whole new deal here, <laughs> this is a couple of things. We know... And maybe you knew and understood this before, but we know why they're going forward with the Flash. They're not canceling that because they're using it as a vehicle for their rebooted universe. It's documented here by discussing film, which for whatever reason has me blocked on Twitter. Neither here nor there. Um, films not associated with James Gunn and Peter uh, Saffron Shazam, Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. A gun confirmed that the Flash is going to reset the franchise with Blue Beetle and the Aquaman sequel being the first films in this new reiteration of the DC Universe timeline. So it looks like they're going the route of those movies exist, but they don't exist. This is a new new timeline, uh, per se, and somehow Aquaman and Blue Beetle is going to tie into that. So they didn't cancel it, and that's why, I, I guess, 
even considering Ezra has done worse, far worse than seemingly anybody uh, else that still continues to have uh, get canceled, go through these different tours of cancellation and all that. Ezra is going to get his film. He's the star of this Flash film, but the reason they're seeming to do that is because, well, they're using it as a a, uh, a vehicle for this uh, upcoming universe. So it looks like you have another Superman movie. The thing that's worth noting is, and as I've talked about this before, it looks like that's still happening. And that is that a separate Superman movie produced by Jar Jar, excuse me, J.J. Abrams and written by Tiny Coates. It still remains in development and will exist under the DC uh, Elseworlds banner should it move forward. So it looks like they're still going to do that. They're just going to consider it an Elseworlds story. Look, DC's all in on Multiverse. We, they're doing that in the comics. They, they did that with some of the, the shows. And with their movie stuff, they're all in on that. To me, that's one of the worst things that has ever been implemented in, in especially comics. But because that's now seemingly a mainstay, they're going to utilize that. So it looks like uh, Black, if it's going to be elsewhere, it's probably going to be some Earth 2 Superman or something. I don't know if it's going to be Calvin uh, or it's going to be Val Zod. Either way, it's going to get Black Superman. That seems like that's still going to be the case. Series of other stuff depicting um, uh, the authority, which uh, is an interesting, interesting um, route. They're doing the brave and the bold, so that's going to be a thing. And then they're doing some of t- some of Tom King's work, which is uh, hilarious. Of all people to pull from, as far as his new universe and the mountains of source material for for uh, the DC that they have pertaining to Supergirl. They're going to pick a more recent one. And I think this is what I've talked about before, the whole line skipping. Look, man, it's not to say that there aren't people. Uh, uh, I covered it, you know, in the recent years. There was DC Rebirth with uh, 2016 and all that. Tom King was actually a part of that. He did a decent job going into uh, uh, Batman. And then, for whatever reason, things just went south. And then his other work kind of reflected on that when you consider uh, he did Heroes in Crisis as well, did he die? Nonetheless, they are doing some of his work, more recent work, so they're skipping over all of that. You're getting a woman of tomorrow. Uh, you're getting Swamp Thing. You are getting a Batman, which looks like uh, it's going to be part of the Else Worlds. Uh, so they're still continuing on with that. It's just going to be parallel to whatever it is that they're doing. So you're going to still get that, the Batman. You're going to still get... Uh, that Val Zod or whatever thing that Tadahitsi Coates and team are working on is just going to be considered part of the Else Worlds uh, situation. Uh, Creature Commandos, some very, uh, very interesting, inter- very, very inter- interesting uh, things that they're doing here and, and going with this sort of material with um, the Creature Commandos. And then you're getting a Waller, Amanda Waller's getting her on on a movie, I guess. You're also getting Paradise Lost and Booster Gold. Lelantis may be the only thing that I think is part of that and obvious, the the Superman stuff, maybe the Brave and the Bold. I don't know how much they're going to be highlighting uh, actual Batman or if it's going to be more so centered around the Bat family. Nonetheless, these are some interesting titles to lead with. Like you're leading, you're launching your universe off and really uh, it's going to be some real... Uh, interesting characters that, or interesting storylines that, let's say, 
they ain't paying me to do it. But if it was me, I don't think those are the ones that I necessarily go for. They're, the Lanterns are there. Um, I, I saw them talking about that. They're going to be featuring uh, Hal Jordan and uh, John Stewart. So it's kind of uh, ticking both boxes there. And that may be the only thing of this. Sorry, this is an ad. no idea i was paying for two netflix accounts luckily there's this app called rock this that i can see people being hugely like largely intrigued uh by they are i don't know this is an interesting take on this whole reboot you think you reboot hey i'm grabbing all the big names a part of justice league yada yada we're just gonna give this another shot doesn't seem um i don't know it's just just weird nonetheless I think what's important from it is you understand why they are doing the flash. You also understand that they are continuing on with some of those side stuff, the side stuff, whether it be Batman or whether it be with uh, Superman. And they're all in on elsewhere. It's multiverses, new timelines, all that sort of goofy stuff, which uh, to me is the the problem with these uh, companies and why there's no cohesiveness. When it comes to, uh, you don't get like, hey, this movie's going to sell some books. Not usually how it happens, right? You know why? Because, well, nobody knows what the hell's going on. Everything's a free-for-all. There's weird adaptations. You've heard me talk my head off about this subject many, many times, but it ain't my company. But it is worth noting because it does look like we're going to get more years of superhero stuff. I don't believe in the superhero fatigue stuff, but I do believe bad material can turn people off. Simple as that. And that creates an opening for a various other people be it dc um uh, or marvel what they're doing or anybody else it's worth paying attention to so you can take with this information whatever way that you may i'm not gonna just sit up here and call it dead on arrival like right out the rip i can't i can't do that i do think it's uh interesting <laughs> let's say that that they of all people are pulling from tom king's work one of the worst modern writer writers and all-around piece of shit that tries to ruin people's uh lives uh other creators lives you can go watch my old videos on that but also the fact that, well, <laughs> these are stories that I, I'm not sure why you're pulling from them. A couple of them I can see, but not the others. Let me know what you think. Be easy. Wherever you're viewing. Yeah, pretty much that, that sums it up. He, he said it in better terms than I did. I mean, there's some people in the comments who have made some good points. I mean... One person said, weird how an actual criminal disliked actor can gets to keep his job but but the wholesome actor who's an actual fan of the character of his character gets fired not really interested but i wish them luck yeah his plan sounds like randomly thrown heroes and ideas so pretty much how it's always been yeah that's pretty much it there he's just it, it sounds like he's just taking things and he's just throwing it together hoping that it sticks you know th th there's no real plan you know Somebody else said on that comment, there is no plan. It's just an agenda flushing out our heroes we love and recognizing while bastardizing their legacies. True, true. Here's something I can't, here's something I want to just leave right here. They don't want Cavill, they want Miller. That is all we need to know. Yep, that's true. That's exactly true. They fired the guy who we wanted as Superman, who, who was actually who, they fired the guy that we wanted, got rid, you know, versus giving us somebody that we didn't want. Which that right there tells you, in a nutshell, where the direction it's going. Um, the the fact that they fired Cavill, and they're gonna go with that direct and, and not go with that direction. They're going with Miller. Is just it, it just tells you all right there. Um, you know, I mean, 
somebody posted, considering that I was just told by fans on Facebook and me, we, why can't you just accept that DC is making stuff and be happy? Why can't you just consume the product and be happy? Uh, somebody said, somebody said that to me on Facebook in a Transformers community when I criticized the newest generation slash series. Yeah. Somebody posted, don't ask questions, just consume product and get excited for next product. Yeah, that's just pretty much what it is. It's just, they, they want you, they want you to just kind of take what it is and just accept it. You know, I mean... <laughs> Somebody said, when people say that, they retort to, we'll always, we'll always be people, deserve better than garbage. We'll tort to, we'll, we'll always be, the your best retort will always be, people deserve better than garbage. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and then somebody... Somebody else posed, I don't understand how game developers like Rock City can effortlessly and absolutely nail the writing of comic adapted characters and storylines, yet these Hollywood writers struggle to put together anything remotely legible. They're absolute hacks. Oh wait, I just remembered that they brought the great Paul Dini on board as writer. That was that was published by Warner Brothers, was it not? Didn't the quality and success of that tell them something? Yeah. Somebody else said, what I can't understand is how there is people unable or refusing to see all that is intentional. More so when the insane themselves repeatedly over and over, over when the insane, them, when the insanes themselves repeatedly over the years have said so publicly over and over. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, yeah, that that's a good point. You know, somebody posted, James Gunn, I'm going to give the fans what they want. Also, James Gunn, get rid of Cavill, but make another Suicide Squad spinoff to keep his wife employed. Keeps Ezra and Heard, announces a Supergirl movie. Fans, are we a joke to you? Yeah. Somebody said, I don't see what's wrong with Supergirl film as long as they cast someone who looks like Kara. It's fine. I still don't understand why they're keeping some of the old actors. Just replace them so it's fair. Somebody said, agreed. The Suicide Squad movie was pretty good. We can make a few bad decisions, but I tend to look at the bigger picture. The one thing wrong with the Supergirl movie is we need a real Superman first. That's true. Um, let me see. There's a lot of like weird spam people here doing this. The, the truth of the matter is, okay, the reason why okay, the reason why the Supergirl movie is a problem is because they're not going with the original Supergirl. To answer this person's question, they're they are they're not going with the original Supergirl. They're going with the Supergirl from like more up-to-date versions, which is a Supergirl that no one likes. And as we just heard, the fact that they're hiring they're they're following the works of a writer who was not that good. The, the, fact, the fact that they're following the works of a writer, as we just heard, who is not that good, just tells you in itself that, yeah, this is, um, this is most likely going to be dead in the water. I know it's, it's too soon to call, but I'm calling it now. They're not going to be that good. It, it's not going to be that great. I mean, that, and the thing is, too, it's like the formula that he's doing is similar to that of what Snack Snyder wanted to do. He wanted to create 
a, a universe where everybody can go off and do their own thing and no one's tied down to the same model. Everybody has their freedom to be creative. And that's what it sounds like he's doing. So essentially, you know, Warner Brothers is taking Snake Snyder's idea. They're just they're just putting James Gunn at the forefront, of it, which just goes to show you how how fucking Warner Brothers is a bunch of bastards. You know, it, it which is Warner Brothers is a bunch of bastards. Um, let's see. Somebody posted exactly what I expected from Gunn. Hypocrisy in having a separate Batman story, but not Superman. Solely because he does not want to work with Cavill. Cashing off the main characters to build up other characters, which is not what the MCU did. They had small characters build themselves up on their own. Then trash ideas like a Waller series. Then trash ideas like the Waller series. The single least liked character, even among normies. Exactly. Um... Exactly. I mean, James Gunn is hypocritical. <laughs> yeah, that that's honestly that that was another thing that came in my head when they announced like it's hypocritical. You're doing a separate Batman story, but you're not going to do a separate, you know, Superman story all because you don't want to work with Cavill. Well, tough shit. Have somebody else work with them, you fucking loser. Like <laughs> but, like I, but that's the thing. Like you couldn't just like you couldn't just have somebody See that and, and see that and that just goes to show you too. That's just another perfect example in you know they could have brought Zack Snyder back and had him do his own thing while James Gunn was doing his own thing like how the fuck are you gonna sit there and do a separate like universe thing like how the fuck are you gonna sit there and do a separate universe thing or a separate story crap whatever you want to call it but yet when it came to Zack Snyder they said no they said no fuck that we're not gonna do a separate universe no no, it's too expensive. It's too much or whatever bullshit excuse they give. How the fuck are you going to let James Gunn do it, but you're not going to do the same thing for Zack Snyder? Like that was the fucking and I know it sounds like I'm being a fanboy, but but the but I call a spade a spade, a chicken a chicken, man, and it's absolutely hypocritical. Like it's it's absolutely hypocritical. You know, you're willing to do separate universes for you and everyone else, but Warner Brothers isn't willing to make that move for someone like Zack Snyder. You know, you're willing to do a separate universe for the whole Batman story, but you're not willing to do that for Superman, knowing full well that the fans wanted Henry Cavill, wanted a Henry Cavill Superman. They wanted a Man of Steel 2. They wanted a Man of Steel 3. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Somebody put... As long as these properties, brand, and characters we once loved is run by people we don't even as run by people who don't even read source material or even care. Let me repeat that. I'm sorry. I I I'm kinda I got lost in the sauce. As long as these properties, brand, and characters we once loved is run by people who don't even read the source material or even care to reference it, then yes, all of these future plans and ideas are DOA. Ripa neurotic geeks geeks and gamers the critical drinker and amongst many others many other true fans all say the same thing the more you guys say it the more it the more it rings true james gunn despite his sauce with the first guardians movie he literally went in to make these characters just goofy renditions of their comic book counterparts 
Then he went to work on Peacemaker and told John Cena, don't even read the comic about Peacemaker. I've already, I already have a direction. I want to take this character. So, so as far as I'm concerned, James Gunn is no savior, savior is no savior of DC. And I'll be all the money and I'll bet all the money in the world that these comic book projects are going to not have any references to the source material and won't look, act, or even be the comic book accurate characters. They will just be the characters in name only. Damn, this person hit it on the fucking head. Thank you. Thank you. The fact, like, Look, Guardians of the Galaxy was a good movie. No, no doubting about that. Like, Guardians was a good movie. Both the Guardians movies, I'll give him credit where credit is due. They were, they were good movies. But the fact that he took, that he doesn't even bother reading the source material. He didn't even, the fact that he doesn't bother reading the source material or even like, referencing the source material just goes to show you just goes to show you you know where just where the direct where where these projects are going it just goes to show you right there you know like i said the the movies were good the the movies the movies were good i'll give him that but the fact that he took those characters and made them goofy renditions of what they were in the comics the fact that he chooses not to the, the the fact that he chooses not once in ever to look into the source material or be true to the source material. I mean, the fact that he told John Cena not to read the comics about Peacemaker, that he, the, 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 the fact that he told, told John Cena to not read the comics about Peacemaker, not to pretty much made no attempt to even look into the source material or even reference the source material just goes to show you where he's at. Like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy were good was a good movie. It was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. They were good movies. But at the end of the day, but but at the end of the day, they were goofy renditions of characters of of what the characters are in the comments of of in the comics. Sorry. They were goofy renditions of what the characters were in the comics. And it, you know, and and the truth of the matter is, he doesn't care about the source material. He doesn't care about, you know, doing it right. You know, he doesn't he doesn't give a damn. The fact that he told John Cena not to read the comics, he has his own vision for the character, just goes to show you he doesn't care about source material. He doesn't care about doing it right. You know, the fact that he fired Henry Cavill just shows you right there. I mean... I mean, yeah, like you said, James Gunn, despite the sauce with the first Guardians of the Galaxy, first Guardians movie, he literally went to make these characters just goofy renditions of their comic book counterparts. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. Like all he did was just make Guardians a goofy rendition of who they really were in the comic books. And the fact that he told John Cena to not read the comics that, you know, not read the comics he has his own vision for the character just shows you that he doesn't give a damn about source material. You know, he does, he doesn't give a damn about source material. He's a guy who is on, he, he's, he's a guy who's caught up in his own, he's caught up in his own hype, you know, you know, 
yeah, like this person said, so far as I'm concerned, James Gunn is no savior DC, you know. Yeah, he he he's not going to be a savior. He 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 he's not going to he's not a savior of DC. The fact that he's doing these things, these questionable things, the fact that he did these very questionable things, you know, just goes to show you that he's no savior of DC and he's not going to save DC. And the only reason people will say that he saved DC is because of his popularity. It's not going to be for anything else. It's just popularity. And I mean, I mean, this person really hit it on the head. I mean, said it a lot better than I could. I mean, the, 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 the evidence just speaks to not a good time. You know, it just, it just shows that where the direction is going, you know, the, the, the material, the source, the, you know, he doesn't care about source material. The fact that he's not doing the Henry Cavill Superman telling, you know, John Cena not to read the comics, making goofy renditions of guardians, you know, goofy renditions of guardians skipping to a different version of you know skipping to a different version of you know supergirl which no one really wants um going with the black superman that no one wants and then of course as we heard from eric july following the works of a writer that isn't very popular that isn't that good or popular at all either you know i mean you know basing his his projects off of the writing of a you know basing his pro basing his projects off the writing of a of a guy who isn't very popular and is not very good you know as we just heard from eric july it's just i mean the the writing's on the wall. I mean, I know it's too soon to call, but I'm calling it. it it's gonna, it, it's it's done. It, it, it's done. I mean, it, the writing is on the wall. I mean, it's fun to dream. It, it's really fun to dream. Let's hear. Let's hear another one. Evil does not sleep. It waits. Uh, Tuesday night's main event and I figure why not kind of have a more extended conversation here on the channel um, appreciate you guys and all the support uh, ripperverse.com uh, the we did have a recent like holiday sale that was very successful but all of those items that were available for or on or during the uh, holiday sale you can still get so Overseas is riververse.com slash a lot of people that work in Hollywood. Now, here's the thing. Hollywood is you kind of have to have a certain attitude, a certain ego about you um, to work in it. I mean, it's like a prerequisite. You hear me say that all the time. It's kind of what it is. And I always thought the James Gunn hiring for this whole basically he's going to be facilitating the entire D.C. Uh, this new D.C. universe, whether it be rebooted or whatever. And I, I thought it was a weird hire, considering even his relationship with, with Marvel. But, like, I just, <clears throat> I'm not as fond of the guy as a producer, director, or whatever, that maybe some of you are. Um, this is a different animal that he's dealing with. We talked about this again, even with Chris Gore on this. Like, he's one of those... And I guess that's kind of a lot of guys within Hollywood are like that, where it's like, hey, I am going to take this material and I'm going to leave my imprint on it. And it has to be a James Gunn film. It has to have my imprint uh, on it. And if 
source material or knowledge on the character gets in the way. That's not something that he cares about. And you've heard me over the years make this argument with Guardians. Like, I know that that is a very liked film, especially the first one. And I didn't say I, I just hated it as a film, standalone film by himself. But he couldn't get it. He can't get away with that with other more notable characters. I griped on this channel about how his handling of these characters be with the actors themselves and just all around a lot of these casts were poor drax is not drax the destroyer in he's some bumbling idiot really in the this deal and not to say that drax has he certainly has had his his moments where he was uh like he started off as this guy that he was solely created to destroy Thanos. And then he went through this period where he kind of was brainless, per se, but he was still kind of cutthroat and very um, dangerous, let's say that. None of that really is present in in this version of Drax. And, you know, the actual books have kind of turned itself into the people that are part of the Guardians of the Galaxy and those individual characters that, that are within it just act like they do in the movie, right? And that's always been the thing that sucks about it. It's like, well, they'll take a character, make an adaptation. They just recently did it with the Eternals, make an adaptation that's kind of goofy live action, and then they'll change the books to kind of format or fit that. But either way, he can get away with doing stuff like that with those characters where they're not even the characters. We know we, what happened with Peacemaker. That's not Peacemaker. He even told John Cena, who was willing to actually read upon the source material to figure out who this character was, he specifically told him we cover this on this channel he told him don't read that because he didn't want to want him to have like a frame of reference and like i said you can get away with that definitely for the audience for a character that they know little about right so it's just going to be guys like myself that are griping at these depictions but with this and what you're dealing with dc well you're talking about like superman and, and batman and, and wonder woman like some of the most notable characters of all time you can't get away with a lot of that and i thought he was a weird hire because i don't know if he has it and even do that to just say all right i'm gonna depict these characters for what it is that they are and i'm gonna take my ego aside and that's kind of when you're taking characters that that have like source material built up that are very notable that's kind of how you have to approach it which is why there's very few people within hollywood that are capable of uh, really doing those characters justice he says right here one of the things peter and i were aware of when we took the job as heads of dc studios a certain minority he says of people online that could be well uproarious and unkind okay now let me say this it's not a minority uh, i think this came on the heels of the whole henry cavill situation where you had one actor who was basically unanimously liked in this role, even the people that were critical maybe of movies that he was in. A lot of, a few, few people had issues with Henry Cavill being Superman. And that's very seldom do you catch that lightning in the bottle like that, where you're like, you got a guy that's fit for this role. People, fans, non-fans, they're fans of him. So you probably should keep him around. You know, he's like the star athlete that's on the board that you can get. It doesn't matter if you have someone, in, something else in mind. You built that around him. But he didn't do it. He said, nah, you up out of here, man. I'm not home. need you. I'm writing this other deal. We need a younger version of whatever. And that's the, what, that's the route that he said that he was going to go. And yeah, there were people that pushed back on that, thought that was a silly mistake. It's not that people are against you rebuilding the universe or even starting from scratch and having a new universe, but to not include the person that was liked as a part of it is silly. He says, also, our choices in DCU are based upon what we believe is the best for the story 
uh, and best of the DC characters who have been around for nearly 85 years. Okay? Perhaps these choices are great, perhaps not. But they may, they will, or rather they are made with sincere hearts and integrity. With the story in mind, he continues on. No one loves to be harassed. Here we go. Or call names, but to be frank, we've been through significantly worse disrespect. Outcry will never affect our actions. And that's, Hollywood does this a lot. I mean, you see this with the Star Wars franchise a lot, where it's like, hey, people are critical of a move. People are critical of a character. And they try to diminish that by saying, well, it's only a small sector of those folks. And um, they are saying things, or doing things that are far more of what, it actually is so they'll use terms like harassment and terms that you don't want anybody going around harassing people or anything like that that's a problem it's a fundamental issue but to act like that's representative of the uproar uproar what do you say uproar uh and unkind uh he says but the uproar people the people that have issues with maybe the direction that it is that you're going i just don't think that's a good representation of that let me just say that but that's kind of the, the route it is that that they go, and it's, it's an effort to diminish what it is people are saying that is critical of an action, or inaction even for for that matter. James Gunn, um, in my honest opinion, is... Let me say this. I don't doubt that there will be stuff that will come out of this universe that he's building that some people will be fond of. But I will say this as well. I do not think that he was the best that was available to facilitate the bringing DC out of the hole that it's in live action wise. I don't think that he was the best person to facilitate that. Of course, only time will tell, um, but he's not off to the greatest of starts, but who knows what'll happen. Wherever your view. What's up, everybody? Exactly. I mean, right there, right on the head. I mean, he's not the best person for the job. He only got the job because of his popularity. And, and you know, right there, that sums it up. You know, the, the reason why the reason the the spite and the reason why he got away with you know dumbing down guardians of the galaxy was because no one knew who guardians of the galaxy was which is why he got same thing with peacemaker the reason why he got away with peacemaker was because he wasn't a big name so he was able to butcher the character you know he was able to butcher those characters and dumb down those characters without any issue that's why you know and we, that that's why and but as we're starting to see, you can't get away with the bigger names, which is why when you look at the list of movies that the project or better yet, the list of projects that he wants to do, all those projects are of characters or are, are of characters that people know nothing about. That way he can sit there and butcher them. And of course, people are just, of course, casuals anyway, are just going to eat it. You know, they're just going to eat it. <clears throat> You know, they're going to they're going to eat it. They're going to love it and they're going to defend it. You know, he's, he's doing the same thing that he did with Guardians. And like I said, you, you know, and, and, you know, he may be able to get away with it to some extent, you know, he, with, with some of the list of characters and that he's going to make movies on. But once again, it's it ain't it ain't the same. But, you know, once again, I mean, he ain't going to get away with all of it, you know, I mean, and something tells me that even those projects of lesser characters that he's doing 
are probably are still not going to turn out great. I mean, because already he's doing he's playing the victim card as soon as uh, he's already playing the victim card. And these projects hadn't even gotten off the ground yet. And he's already playing the victim card. He's already just, you know, saying, oh, calling people who have valid criticism you know, comic book fans who are a minority, which they're not, you know, and claiming that, you know, they're critics that that, you know, they're just harassing and we're not going to tolerate the harassment. We're going to keep making our our movies, you know, that that whole moral high ground crap. Yeah, he's already playing the victim card. Same way that people, same way that the people who are working on Star Wars were playing the victim card, you know, before the movie even came out, let alone started before the project, let alone before the project even got off the ground. He's doing the same thing. So the fact that he's already playing the victim card shows that he knows, <laughs> he knows that, <laughs> that he knows that the direction that he's going is not a good direction. He knows that there's going to be he, he knows that the direction he's going is not a good direction and he's probably and it's probably not going to work out for him. So he's already playing the victim card going on social media and doing this whole, you know, I'm not going to allow the harassment to affect me. I'm not going to let this minority of people harass and, you know, you know, force, you know, and put back me into a corner. You know, it's like already. And like if you're already doing that and being, you know, if you're if you're already doing that before your projects, just even at the slightest ounce of criticism, because that's all it is. It's it's just it's just criticism at the slightest ounce of criticism, which is pretty much what which is all it is. It's just criticism, you know, but the fact that he's already getting all booty hurt at the slightest ounce of criticism that right there just shows you. Yeah, no, th this is probably going to be dead in the water. <laughs> this, this is most likely going to be dead in the water. And yeah, th this is going to be dead in the water. Let's see. Gunn's ego is far, far greater than his talent. He's going to wreck the DCU and make, excuse me, and make a fortune doing it. Zaslav doesn't know what he's doing. Yep, that's true. Yep. That's the unfortunate thing. His, excuse me, his ego is greater than his talent. And, excuse me, I'm, for some reason I got the hiccups. And, you know, his ego is greater than his talent. And he's going to make, and like, yeah, his ego is greater than his talent. And he's going to make a lot of money profiting from, you know, the spoils of DC, of the DCEU. And, you know, he's going to wreck it and make a huge profit from it. And what's funny is, is there's going to be a lot of crackheads who are going to go out of their way to defend his 10 piles of shit and and say, oh, no, he did a good job. He did great. He was the best decision they made. Look what he did with Marvel. Pfft, shut the fuck up. You know. Someone's trying to say, can you really blame James Gunn, though? The DCU is a mess. It's the same fans that are crying now never show up to cinemas to support projects like Black Adam. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. Yeah, they fucking did. That's a lie right there. That is a lie. That is a lie. Because if you look at the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, it was high as shit. It was a lot higher than the critics score. So that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Fan, there was a huge support for the movie. See, that's how I know this. This was that's actually that's full of shit. If you look at the audience scores for Black Adam, they were extremely high. Also, if people weren't showing up in theaters, it's because they were watching 
watching it on streaming services, which is which is what which is what they did, which is the thing now. Mo- movies don't just get released in theaters; they also get released on streaming services now, and sometimes they get released before, and sometimes they get released after. After that's the thing that that's the thing that this person doesn't understand. Or better yet, that's the thing this person completely missed is that the reason why people didn't show up in theaters, if there was, is is because streaming is the thing. No one wants to go. People hardly ever want to go to the movies now. And if they, and if they, and you know, and if all they have to do, and if a movie comes out, all they have to do is just wait for it to come out on a streaming service, whether before or after the movie is released on theaters. No one's really going to the movie theaters as much unless the movie is a really big deal like a good example would be like Wakanda Forever how everybody was like despite it being released on streaming services people jumped up in arms to go see it in theaters unless it's like unless it's like that then yeah and even then too and also there's some movies that you, you and then also there's some movies that they strictly deal that they strictly release only in theaters which is also true, but this movie wasn't just released in theaters, it was also released on streaming services as well, and because people rather prefer watching it in the comfort of their home, that's why people didn't see it in, that's probably why, that's why people didn't see it in theaters, but that's not true, Black Adam had a good turnout, audiences, it had a good turnout, all that bullshit about Black Adam not being a good movie was a lie, that was a lie, that, that, that was debunked, you know that that was a lie that was debunked yeah that that was debunked there's actually a bunch of people who actually debunked black adam being a terrible movie yeah that 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 the black adam being a terrible movie and actually i just remembered i was actually going to do an episode on that and i should actually do an episode on that because once again there's a lot of bs flying around about that movie being bad when it wasn't but you know and This person goes on saying that this is. Uh, a lot of these people, yeah, a lot of these, well, there's a lot of dumb people here talking on this now. This is all just casuals. Now it's like all it it's all casuals, you know. It's all it's all casuals. Now people are saying, now there's people saying, oh, you know, DCU was a mess and you know, no one liked Henry Cavill's Superman, which is bullshit. People did like Henry Cavill's Superman. That was which is bullshit. And now people someone came in saying they want James Gunn to succeed, which of course that's a casual. You can't deny there's casual uh, it's no surprise. Um it's like you said, Cavill is universally loved. The super movies might not be, but him as a Superman was. Him as many of the characters he plays, people love. The, to fire him is just, it's a franchise suicide. Yep. You know, and um, people, one person's trying to say maybe Gunn can capture a lightning in a bottle. No, no, he ain't. James Gunn firing as a Superman was completely idiotic. Yeah. 
The Snyderverse take on Superman is ironically what could work as an element if adapting a blend of... Uh, um. Well, see, here's the thing. Zack Snyder did it right. He captured the Superman from the comics. Like, people people who read the fucking com- See, this is why I got so annoyed when there was backlash over the Man of Steel movie, you know? Well, if people actually read the fucking comics, they would know that is Superman, dumbass. That is fucking Superman. Like, if you watch the cartoons, the, the cartoons don't count, okay? You can't, you can't, the cartoons don't count, okay? You have to read the comics. And if you actually read the fucking comics, you would know that, you know, Henry Cavill Superman, the Zack Snyder Superman, hit it right on the head. You know, it's just... Gun loves infantilizing characters that only the only reason he gets away with it is because he throws in a bunch of violence and gore so nobody can accuse him of dumbing down characters to appeal fake geek girls on Twitter. <laughs> Just damn. <laughs> damn. I mean, it, it's true when you think about it. I mean, it's true. You know, you watch Guardians, you watch Peacemaker, it's, you know, you watch Suicide Squad, you too. Two, not the first one. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, he, he just kind of threw a bunch of shit together. <laughs> yes, somebody said, yes, I have no idea why people don't see it. I'm tired of the baby males. That's not why I come to see superhero movies. You know, nothing. Gunn has a fascination with making characters and complete morons, hoping the audience finds them relatable. What's he trying to say about the audience? Nothing. Somebody said nothing. Nothing that the not all dumb audience doesn't already agree with, unfortunately. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, man. Judging by his past movies, I find it highly unlikely he's capable of making a good Superman movie to begin with. Yep. Somebody saying he will, bro, because he has precedence, knows and feels the pressure, and actually understands the character of Superman. He already said that for DCU as a whole, as the whole inspiration came from the Young Justice and the Justice League Unlimited Animations. Bull fucking shit. If he understood it, he wouldn't have fired Henry Cavill. He did bull fucking shit. He, if he understood that, he wouldn't have fired Henry Cavill. Okay? He wouldn't have fired Henry Cavill. He wouldn't, his, people, like bull fucking shit okay he wouldn't have fired henry cavill he wouldn't have done what he did telling john cena not to read the comics he wouldn't like bull fucking shit he wouldn't have pulled the stunts that he pulled recently he wouldn't do what he did on twitter like he just no bull fucking shit like don't don't give me that like don't don't give me that like <laughs> He also said in an interview that he will not make a Superman movie, and that wasn't even so long ago. Exactly. Thank you. And also, also too, the fact that he's going off the cartoons, that right there proves it in itself that he's not going to make a good Superman movie. Okay? You have to go off the source material, which is the comics. The, the cartoons don't count. The cartoons are not you. The cartoons don't count. All right? The fact that he's going to go off the cartoons and not the comics just shows it right there. The cartoons don't count. You have to read the fucking comics. The fucking comics. And the fact that he's not doing that, he's going off the cartoons, that sums it up right there. 
James Gunn is a run one trick pony. Yeah, DC could be making the same mistake like they did with Snyder, but see, Snyder actually produced a good. But Snyder produced like good material. It's just the problem was is. The problem was DC, Warner Brothers chose to listen to casuals and Marvel cocksucking fanboys instead of actually listening to actual comic book fans or even adults who, you know, appreciated the film, even though they didn't appreciate. That's also another thing. Like, like you, you got a lot of people who are young and then you have people who are young minded and then you have a people who are adults and people who are adult minded and the people that were adult. Well, actually, better yet, let me rephrase that. You have people. Yeah, actually. Actually, you have the young and the young minded and then you have the adults and the adult minded and DC. And when you look at the demographic, the people who liked the Snyder, the Snyder cut, Man of Steel, you know, Dawn of Justice, you know, Dawn of Justice. The reason why people like Zack Snyder, those films made by Zack Snyder, it was because it appealed to the adult demographic, the adults or the people who were adult minded. Those people, those people, even even though they probably never read the comics, it have still appealed to them because it reached them at a, at a different level compared to the young and the young minded. So Snyder, Snyder was on point. It's just once again, and on top of that, and it appealed to the comic book fan. That was also another part of it too. And it appealed to the com. That was another side of it too. It, it appealed to the fans of the comics, the people who actually, the nerds who actually grew up and know and understand the source material, which Marvel clearly doesn't, and they have no intention of doing, you know, it's just, once again, you know, morons don't, you know, there's people who just can't see it. You know, yeah, so. So, yeah, all all in all, it's just, this is just, so, so all in all, I mean, this just it comes down to, you know, all in all, it just comes down to, you know, like I said, he, he's not off to a good start. <laughs> I mean, so far, he's announced some very questionable projects. Um, he's making questionable moves. And, you know, him already playing the victim card, already going on the attack and, you know, playing the victim card, you know, all because he's just at the slightest ounce of criticism. That right there tells you that these projects are probably not going to, these projects are not going to be good. And yeah, it's probably going to be dead on the water. Maybe one project will be good. I'll give him one. Um, the one he's doing about the monsters. Ah, fuck. I, I, I always forget their name. <laughs> I always, for, I always forget them. I didn't really read those comics. I, I here's the thing. I don't read, I don't I haven't read all the comics. But there are some in particular that I've read and the one and there's one, you know, and there's some there's one there's some that I've particularly read and there's one that he's doing. It's about uh, pretty much about a group of monsters. And I just I forget the name of them, though. I I used to read I read them a little bit, but I wasn't a huge fan of them. Um, but yeah, that one may be good. That one may be good. You know, I can see that one working out because no one knows who they are. But as far as that, I don't think I don't think any other I don't think all his other projects are going to be good. So time will tell.